All right, welcome back to uh, Service Sharp. This is Jason Gibson. Uh, I have a, a very um, a new, a new guest for us. Uh, of course, you know Randy, who is always here with us. Uh, and I have a new guest, Francis Martin. Now, Francis uh, Martin is a co-owner of um, from, and I'll have you pronounce the name. It's Adelco, correct? Adelco, yeah. Adelco, yeah. 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 Um, and. So, Francis, tell me a little bit about what you do. All right. So, um, maybe um, I'm, I'm in need. Francis, thank you for having me here on the, on the podcast. Um, I'm a developer. Uh, I started as a developer a long time ago. Um, and uh, uh, I, I grew into more a, a startup position here at Hidalgo. Hidalgo was started in uh, 2011 almost 10 years old, uh, as, as an Atlassian solution partner. Uh, so focused on uh, deploying Jira, Confluence, uh, Bitbucket, this type of uh, applications uh, to our customers here in Belgium and in France. Uh, and, okay. and so that uh, business grew, grew. Uh, we are now in the consultancy part uh, with uh, 24 people and uh, really focused on, on this type of application. Okay. During our consultancy, we did find uh, quite a bit of needs uh, around uh, integrating uh, issue trackers or work management systems with other systems. Uh, um, and uh, so in 2015, we decided to help our customers to, to, to integrate their environment with, um, with some other environments. And, uh, and the product, Xlate, was born. Yeah, uh, Xlate is uh, is an integration solution positioned as a cross-company integration solution, because we found out uh, when when doing cross-company integrations that you really need something else than the standard integration solutions that you have on the market today, and so uh, because most integration solutions are focused on internal use cases where you want to connect your service now with your Jira and and um, that looked fine. There are really good solutions on the market that provide all the capabilities and uh, what you need to do to implement that. But when you go to cross-company, you get a completely different uh, uh, environment to work in. And the, the main reason is because you have two organizations who are not related to each other. Yeah? So every every uh, company has its own um, technologies, processes, people, mm -hmm. uh, agendas, and so doing a cross-company integration is a completely different um, uh, topic. Yeah? And so um, within Indalco, we decide, okay, let's create a solution for that, and that's that's excellent. Okay. All right. Awesome. And and what have you, you were talking earlier uh, before the podcast, we were kind of chatting a little bit. You were telling us about um, the the new stuff that you've been working on. Um, wh what is it that you've been uh, been working on recently? So, so well, we've been focusing on Exley since 2015, next to our consultancy. Um, initially, uh, Exley uh, provided you the capability to integrate uh, uh, Atlassian Jira with, with another Atlassian Jira. And, uh, but, but the fact is that uh, not every company is using Jira. Right, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, and so, um, although 
um, so the, the capabilities of that product evolved quite a bit. Uh, initially, Jira to Jira, and now um, we've been adding support for Zendesk, GitHub, Azure DevOps, but also ServiceNow. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 And ServiceNow was was a completely like like a new thing for us. Uh, so like uh, we started uh, to adapt the the product for ServiceNow like like about two years ago, and we introduced it uh, on the market uh, like um, I think 12, 12 to fifteen months ago. Yeah. And uh, of course, ServiceNow is such a vast system with so many capabilities that uh, every day is a, is a learning experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and it feels like it's unlimited, you know, and that's one thing about ServiceNow that I've always loved is it always feels unlimited. And, and when you're connecting to a tool that is, mm-hmm. you know, that large and that uh, encompassing, I would imagine that you probably don't have everything connected. I don't think how that would even be possible, but um, what are the more recent things that you've been able to use with ServiceNow? Well, uh, so we initially started to just supported incidents because that was the, the normal thing. You, you get an incident and that needs to be exhalated. Uh, sorry, exhalate is a wordplay on escalate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it needs to, be exhalated to, towards Jira or towards um, uh, Azure DevOps. And, but then a uh, uh, potential customer came to us and said, well, Francis, that's not sufficient because you need to support also um, uh, like uh, request items and, and change mm-hmm. and, and all this uh, nice stuff. And so we, we started to expand support of, of, of this, uh, of these different entities. Yeah. And, oh, wow. um, so we've been working on that, and the next thing is because because you you get so many different entities in in ServiceNow, uh, we said well instead of uh, crafting support for every entity separately, let's uh, expand it and support all the entities because you know ServiceNow has this nice uh, table structure mm-hmm. where we can access, and so we've been working on that. But then um, of course. Uh, uh, one one prospect came to us and said, we would like to use Exalate, uh, but it should not use the uh, incident table directly. <laughs> yeah, so we've, we've, I've had that concern with architects before as well. <laughs> Security is really important, uh, mm-hmm. obviously. And and so uh, they came to us and they said, well, uh, Exalate should uh, support the import API. Yeah. And the import API then then allows you to 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 sanitize all the data which comes in before you put it in the in the production tables, right? Yeah. And, um, you know that's that's actually really cool that you're you talk about that. That is a big conversation and a big debate that we've had um, many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, is do we import directly into the API into the incident API or to, to the API that they've created for it? And a lot of people say yes, but um, I'm in the same mind often that there are times that you want to be able to massage the data and you can't really do that. So bring it into an import table really expands the potential. Um, and it really doesn't, the, the, you know, a lot of people say, well, it might slow it down. I'm not really sure that actually, uh, I, I think that it's so minuscule. I don't think it matters, but um, so, so what do you think? Are, are you working on building it through the import sets? So, so it's done. It's now supporting the import API. And we don't see um, a, a, a big uh, performance impact. 
on the organization itself. So, um, so the, the, it's also, and that was a bit of a, our concern, is that uh, the import API would process the incoming data asynchronously, right? Right. And, yeah. and but that's not the case because you know Xlate tries to ensure that every synchronization happens. So whenever you do a change, that change will get to the other side. Um, if there's an error, you will get notified. But um, um, if not, then it just just get processed. Okay, excellent. But uh, if if the import API would be processed uh, with process incoming information in an asynchronous way, then we could not uh, guarantee uh, that that uh, that premise. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, so it's now synchronous, it's really good. And so one of the things also is uh, this particular customer also said, well, we don't want uh, that you access the incident table directly whenever you want to read the data. And whenever you want to have access, uh, so yeah, yeah, which is that doesn't make sense to me at all. I mean, it, you're, when you're pulling data, you're pulling data. It's not going to affect service now at all. No, but the thing is that uh, the concern was that the um, that the integration solution like Exalate would mm-hmm. read data which is not meant for the other side. Mm-hmm. Right? No, that's what you're saying. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So they can control. They can filter. A little bit about what goes out that that pipe. So if there's any uh, private information or any customer sensitive information or something like that, that's great because uh, one of the one of the industries that I've worked in quite a bit is healthcare, and that's a huge. You know, if you're going to integrate uh, and try to do something between two healthcare entities to share information or to uh, you know do support or triage, we actually did a, a thing one time where um, we use ServiceNow um, as a way to reach out to a partner program for oncology um, consults. And, and so, um, you know, that, that kind of solution is actually pretty cool because uh, that makes it a lot, a lot less uh, a problem for complying with PHI rules and things like that. So that's, that's pretty cool to hear about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, in this case, it was a neat. Um, so what they did was they they changed uh, the. Well, actually, we did. Uh, and it was also an experience. We implemented um, uh, webhooks, like uh, business rules and mm-hmm. all this. Yeah. It's also a learning experience there. Yeah. Well, it's great that you're flexible, right? Uh, you you it seems like you're you're flexible when it comes to what the requirements of the customers are. Well, if you want to build a product, you know what what we would like to do, what our vision is, is, um, you know, more and more companies are using work management systems and they need to be able to integrate to each other. Because uh, if you don't do that, you get all this friction uh, whenever you want to exchange information. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and falling back to email or to spreadsheets, it's not, yeah. it's not 21st century anymore, no. right? No, right. Yeah. <laughs> also, this this uh, all this pandemic stuff will pushes pushes up the fact that uh, companies get more and more organized in a, in a structured way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they will buy into ServiceNow or to Jira or Zendesk, whatever work yeah. management to ensure that they they can get organized internally. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so, that's, so, oh, go ahead. Yeah, 
I was just going to say, that's one of the things that's exciting about ServiceNow and, and, and um, your company as well. Just there are tools that really aid during this time. Um, I mean, they make it uh, possible to, to get organized fast and to, yeah. to be able to make those connections. And so that's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Look at, at uh, the, the stock price of ServiceNow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, done, it's done okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so... Uh, the, the thing is, uh, uh, the more companies who are, uh, uh, that are using work management systems, the higher the need is to, to do this cross-company integration. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. we, 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 we envision um, that the same thing will happen with, uh, with uh, cross-company integration as what happened with the in, uh, internet in the, in the 90s. So yeah. more and more companies will start to, to integrate to each other, to exchange uh, exchange tasks, uh, uh, complaints, whatever, mm-hmm. in, the, in a structural manner, yeah. And, and I think that's amazing. I, and I, not only do I think it's amazing, I think it, I think it is where we're headed because the transfer of information from one company to the next is crucial in getting the customers uh, what they want, when they want, how they want, right? And and if if you can share the data between companies, um, it just it just makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Well, I like where you're going because I have a personal crusade against email right now. I mean, it's just, it, you know, it was it was the greatest thing ever for a long time, but it's become a hindrance to productivity here lately and uh, to accuracy. And especially if you're trying to get, and I do a lot of project coordination and um, you're trying to get two or three companies together and you're emailing the same document over and over, you get to a meeting and, you know, people have four different versions of the document or four different versions of the information or something like that. It's just, you know, uh, it, it really breaks uh, it really breaks the productivity instead of enhancing it. So building these custom, you know, customer to customer, business to business uh, integrations where they can run projects side by side, where they can run, you know, tickets side by side, where they can, um, you know, reach out. And I mean, uh, the possibilities are endless. Uh, you know, um, I can think of some really great use cases with supply chains um, to be able to, you know, bring in inventory, bring in, you know, do orders and do par levels and things like that between different systems and so um, I'm pretty uh, uh, I don't know I'm pumped up hearing about the product I like it <laughs> yeah yeah well, we're still we're still debating a good name for this uh, for this uh, market like uh, the uh, yeah. task management network mm-hmm. or task network or like like uh, yeah so so like you have social network you would have a task network yeah and- yeah. <laughs> yeah I like it <laughs> task network yeah. All right. All right. So let's do this, uh, guys. Uh, I hate to do this, but we're going to take a quick break, uh, and we will be right back, and we will talk uh, more about these the fun integrations. So hang on just a minute while we uh, uh, pay the bills. All right, we're back. This is uh, Jason Gibson, Randy Haas. And, uh, you know, I keep calling you Francis, uh, but Francis Martin's on the phone with us. Francis, do you go by Francis? Uh, Francis is okay. Okay, all right. (laughs) Good, good. So we're talking about uh, companies integrating within uh, or outside to additional companies, right? Um, What's the most common ones you've seen? The, the most common ones, uh, the typical one is the uh, service desk to, to development. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so where uh, one company is raising incidents on on their service now, and that gets then then uh, synchronized with uh, with the development team. Uh, okay. The, the second one is like uh, you know the uh, qualification is done by by an outsourced company, uh, probably in India. Uh, um, and um, they yeah. they they have all their test cases and and uh, things in in uh, HP Quality Center, and then they push the defects to ServiceNow or to to Jira or whatever. This mm-hmm. second type of um, uh, cross cross company in integration uh, that we see a lot. So um, I don't know what what type of uh, integrations have you guys been working on. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. So, um, you know, we've had to do a couple of cross-company integrations with uh, ServiceNow instances having to push to external, uh, additional external service desk sites as well. Um, you know, the uh, people tend to try and play things really close to the vest when it comes to their data, and and I understand that. Um, but uh, but I just see the the potential. Uh, to, to do that with um, Microsoft, especially. I mean, Microsoft is one of the largest, you know, softwares we use, right? So uh, I think there's a lot of opportunity there to get better integrations within the system, you know, uh, because right now um, they have a few things that are revolving but like um, – uh, SCCM is pretty pretty fleshed out, but you have things like uh, Splunk and others that, uh, until recently, they've just been pretty minimal. Um, so uh, it's interesting because ServiceNow is trying to build those out and make them a little more effective. But there's just still so many gaps out there um, that I think that that what you guys do is is pretty special. All right. Yeah, I'd, I'd say for me, the most, the ones that I've been involved in most have been internal integrations, like you were saying earlier that, that you know, Workday to ServiceNow and things like that, um, you know, uh, where people have Workday for onboarding, but they want to bring it in ServiceNow to automate tasks and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so we've, we've seen quite a bit of that. I've seen a few use cases um, where we have two companies mm-hmm. that share facilities, like in a, you know, tenant uh, tenant in common type thing for building. Um, and um, so one facilities department is using ServiceNow and the other is using something like Manage Engine Service Desk or something like that. And yeah. so trying to sync those up, uh, you know, uh, that, naturally a challenge because neither company wants the other other company to be easily able to sync with, <laughs> with their information, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, so that, you know, that's been a use case that we've, we've been challenged with is, uh, you know, each company wants to raise their tickets and wants to rate through their internal process, uh, but they want to be in sync with each other. And uh, so we, we've, uh, it's been kind of a struggle. Uh, you, know, you can do the typical things like email the ticket and then intake it that way, but it, you lose you lose some flexibility when you do that. Well, and it's not very stable. I mean, it's the, it's just not a good good solution. The direct API is always going to be correct every time. Cool. And with email, there's too many variables that could make it go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, we've been experimenting with the email, but uh, uh, the number of times that the one mail arrives um, not in sequence mm-hmm. almost uh, all the time. And then yeah. it 
to to have a um, consistent data is is really different, difficult. Yeah. Something we also learned because uh, Excellent is the third iteration of of an integration product is. Um, is that autonomy is really important in uh, in cross company integration? You want yeah. uh, every team wants to have full control on their environment, mm-hmm. and and uh, so we decided to in 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 uh, designing Exalate to um, to have a distributed architecture. So what you do is you deploy Exalate on both sides of the connection, and it will do the translation between the the local data or local information into a common format so that yeah. uh, whenever you want to synchronize between ServiceNow and Azure DevOps or mm-hmm. ServiceNow and Jira, the way that it works is, uh, is identical. Uh, you, you just specify what information can be sent out yeah, uh, using Groovy scripts and uh, how incoming information needs to be processed. Uh, so, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so whenever whenever your local configuration changes because you've got new workflow statuses or new uh, um, custom fields, whatever, you can still ensure that the messages that you agreed with your counterparty is still respected. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. And so you can imagine if you connect to, to five or ten different uh, suppliers, you can still have full control of your own environment without without need to negotiate with with these ten suppliers about how that integration should should work exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay. So I'd like to brag a bit about uh, Excelate. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. It's great. It's, it, it seems like a great product and, and for, for everything I've been able to look at, it's, it's really been, it, it has a lot of potential to do a lot of great things. Um, you know, and that's, that's where I think it has the most is that it is, um, it's in its adolescence. So it's, it, it's a, a nice mature product, but it has so much more potential to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is great about that. I think the same thing about ServiceNow as a whole, it, it's, you know, it's, uh, it, it may be a tad bit older, but it, it will, uh, it has so much more room to grow. Yeah. Uh, and that's, those are the kind of products you want to, you know, trying to be involved with is things yeah. that have that yeah. kind of growth potential. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I like the word adolescence. How do you say it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Adolescence. Yeah. Yeah. Adolescence. Yeah. 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 I think that <laughs> I think that applies more to the to the market. Like you said, it's kind of a new you know market a, a, a task network uh, yeah. you know to to build and and um, the I, I think you're I think that you're ahead of the curve uh, from from other companies. You know, what I see a lot is people look at ServiceNow and they and and they see it as a ticketing system, you know, or they or they have a they have a specific need and they see that that niche need that they they pull in. And um, a lot of places, a lot of the big big companies are using it, you know, to the fullest, and they're they're really using it to be a full. Uh, uh, back-end fabric for everything, I would say. Uh, but, but you know, the majority of businesses in the world are medium to small businesses. They're not, they're not gigantic businesses. And so that market there and, and uh, the amount of integrations that can go on between those companies uh, and things like that, that's uh, an astronomical, uh, you know, use yeah. case. Just uh, there's a lot of efficiency that can be gained by, uh, by doing that, so brokering that data between back and forth. Yeah. All yeah, right. Cool. 
Cool. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's another term you 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 mentioned is flexibility. Flexibility is also key, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. especially in integrations. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You absolutely. know where I see kind of. I also think that there's a, a a pretty good need, and Randy, you can speak probably more to this, but there's a lot. I think there's a a huge need to integrate medical systems as well, uh, between medical systems and between medical to IT systems. Like it'd be great, you know, when you you're talking about. Um, getting an incident from, you know, a medical system that's gone wrong, something's broke. And there's, a, there's such a broad area of that, um, you know, and such difficulty with a lot of that. Mm. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of, in, in the medical field, especially, there's a lot of room for technological adoption. I, you know, it's weird because you would think that the two industries that would be on top of technology is the banking industry and the um, medical industry, but they they both tend to lag behind the curve a little bit as far as adopting, uh, adopting technology. But I, I, I see a lot of potential in using um, uh um, anonymized data, you know, we're talking about protecting the PHI and things like that and the PII, um, but being able to share things so that you can um, kind of see trends. You know, you got all these little hospitals, rural hospitals and small hospitals all over the place. And if they could broker that data back and forth, uh, you would see trends faster on things, or you might be able to say, um, connect to specialists in other areas pretty quick. Uh, they, they could look at the data and go, oh, hey, I can help that, you know, that hospital or something like that. Um, yeah. and so I see a lot, of, a lot of potential there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. well, that's the one thing. We love ServiceNow. We love technology. You know, we spend uh, a lot of our time in, in, in ServiceNow, but we do love all kinds of different technologies as well. So um, we are kind of the... Uh, the developer nerds and uh and that helps uh with understanding what what the big big picture is but yeah. it is enjoyable it is it is absolutely how long did you say your company's been in uh been so going? We started in 2011 2011 okay. yeah so going 10 years uh, next year yeah 10 years that's awesome and you uh quite a bit of growth it's uh over that time yeah, so currently 64 people. Wow. Uh, yeah. And located in six locations worldwide. Yeah. Uh, wow. Very good. Also, actually, we have uh, about 800 customers for, for Excelate. Awesome. Uh, it starts to come. <laughs> is, there a, uh, is there a particular industry or uh, that, that was the heavily engaged in it first, or uh, was it kind of uh, more of a technology based? Uh, initially, uh, especially in the Atlassian market, it was uh, really broad over many different companies. Mm -hmm. But uh, we do see a trend um, in uh, digital agencies or managed service uh, vendors or outsourcing companies who, who, who are using this to connect uh, with all their customers mm -hmm. and, uh, and their suppliers. Um, yeah. So, so the main benefit is is that you can keep on working on your own service now. Mm -hmm. You don't need to to change seats to to exchange the information, and that that's helping a lot in 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 the efficiency. There's a lot less uh, friction 
Yeah. Uh, between, so, and because like uh, companies like managed services vendors, they um, they have to work with with their customers. Uh, mm-hmm. Like um, a, a typical use case is uh, SLA enforcement. With, with uh, mm-hmm. because you integrate your own. Uh, work management system with with that of your customer from the moment that the customer has as a complaint or whatever a request uh, excellent will confirm at what moment that that information has been uh, been um, synchronized towards mm-hmm. the, the services and that's uh, really helpful yeah yeah everybody working from the same clock is very helpful yeah yeah uh, when a customer onboards with you um, you know what's the typical What's typical time frame? Is it are you got? Is it pretty fast to get up and running, um, or is it? Uh, uh, so you know. so once once that you have set up the, the the infrastructure because you you have to create the the, the network between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, setting up a, a basic connection is is half a day work max. Oh wow! Uh, uh, to to get uh, like your incidents uh, synced with issues. But then things come uh, become more complicated eh? because then people yeah. start. Oh, can we do it this way? Is this possible? Yeah. yeah. And um, so, so some companies are spending like like a week or two weeks to to set up their the full full integration. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. That's pretty quick. That's pretty good uh, to be able to turn that around like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, we, we we like to be challenged also. If you <laughs> say, uh, yeah, this really complex integration thing. Mm-hmm. That's so. that's the fun part of it is is uh, getting uh, getting a task that you first look at it. You're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this at all. And then uh, you know, a week later, you're like, okay, we totally solved that. Let's, what's the next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, give me more. yeah, give me more. Yeah, that's the fun stuff. Yeah, we like to do that. Uh, that's one thing that customers will always do is come up with a new situation. <laughs> all the time, all the time. Yeah. It's never uh, someone saying, okay, we're done. Yeah. Yeah, it is definitely. Uh, uh, that's a beautiful thing about being in the tech business, uh, in the development business as well. It's just um, you think you've seen it, and then you get a new customer, and you haven't. <laughs> start over. Yeah, start over. Yeah, uh, but that's where uh, you know that's where some of the greatest features come from too. Is those those one-off requests, and you go, oh wow, you know, there's a use case out here for this, and. Uh, yeah. You know, so that's good. Yeah, and everybody benefits from it. All the net, all the future customers benefit from that. Uh, uh, that. Exactly. Yeah, that's how how all products uh, start mm-hmm. to grow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate you uh, taking the time to uh, jump on with us. Um, how is uh, how is everything uh, you know, here in the U.S.? Uh, our cases and stuff like that are still kind of crazy and everything like that how things going there um well it starts to grow again we we're getting yeah. into a second wave yeah 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 that, well, yes we had some uh, some some uh measures um being being uh well, stopped or how do you say this in english uh um simplified <laughs> but uh, yeah. now we'll stop it um they they say well uh, we have to lock down again because it's uh, it's too dangerous yeah yeah there's different states here in the u.s that are starting to lock down again as well and and uh, it's just crazy but uh, um 
Uh, we do everything, you know, state by state basis. So you'll have you'll have one state that's completely locked down, and the other state that's that, that's completely open. And so right now, it, it's kind of a hodgepodge, you know, um, fighting where the fires where they pop up kind of thing. Yeah. And and so it's very unique here. Um, I work basically. I'm sitting at my desk about I don't know. 22 of 24 hours a day. <laughs> so I really don't have much exposure myself. So I, and I, but I, of yeah. course I won't do the whole mask thing when I, when I go to the store and things like that. So. Was the, um, was there a lot of telework that was happening um, in Belgium before or was it, was it pretty quick? No, no, all the time. Um, everybody, well, who could uh, went into telework mode. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, working from home, of course, there are a lot of uh, places like like hospitals and mm-hmm. and, uh, and all these uh, things um, uh, where like transport uh, people are still working. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, if if possible, they said, "Well, go to telework and avoid any any contact with uh, people you don't meet every day." Right. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But, uh, we, we had some time that all the restaurants and bars were closed, but then mm-hmm. they opened and, um, mm. yeah, having a good beer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, the, the coronavirus hit and, uh, you know, there's a lot of things, everybody stayed home and, but the, the liquor sales went up dramatically. <laughs> like, like, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's not a surprise. Everybody's staying home. <laughs> what else, you know, what else to do? I'm feeling sick, the headache. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much for your time and for uh, talking to us. We really appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. Um, learned a lot. Uh, learned a lot about uh, your company and, and uh, some really exciting, uh, really exciting stuff that you're doing. Okay, thank you. Thank awesome. you. So, uh, All right. Well, hey, if you uh, need anything uh, or have any questions, don't feel to reach. Don't don't hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, everybody who's listening, like, share, get this out there. We really want you to be uh, to 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 help us grow uh, this podcast and continue. And we can't do that unless you're sharing it out and getting people to like it and share it and. Um, and and then we can bring on these awesome guests like today. So um, again, uh, it was wonderful to be here with everybody. And and if you guys need anything, let me know. All right. Hey, thank you, Jason, Andy. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>